the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue the theme that we started on Monday. And if you were with us, you know that theme is drawing near to God. And Junie, I guess we say this regardless of what the subject is. But because of the day and the age that we're living in, the turmoil that seems to have been spread throughout the world and the releasing of evil, it is so vital that we know how to draw near to God and be one with him and enter into a more intimate relationship with him than ever before. We started the week by speaking out of Ephesians 2, 11 to 13. And I'd like to repeat that, that portion of scripture now. Therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands. Remember, you were at that time separate from the Messiah, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, there is a key, but now in Messiah Jesus, You who are far away have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. So, And we spoke about this Monday and Tuesday, that as far as our position, we're either in one of two places, far away from the Lord, or we see if we respond to God, we have been brought near to him. And you know, Shelley, sometimes uh, we find as believers We find ourselves in a place of sin, and we know it. But you just read in this verse that we have been drawn to the Lord 
by the blood of Jesus. So the accuser of the brethren, it tells us in Revelations 12:10, goes to and fro across the earth to see who he can devour. Mm. But it says that we overcome him by the blood yes. of the lamb and the word of our testimony and loving not our own lives unto death. So if anyone is caught in sin or you find yourself um, resentful or angry or bitter or refusing uh, to release something, I want to encourage you to release whatever you're feeling to God and plead the blood of Jesus that you might overcome the works of the enemy in your soul. Amen. And throughout the recent days, and we'll say it today also, Junie, that the drawing began with God. As we read from John 6:44. Jesus was speaking and said, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. In other words, we would not have a relationship with the Lord unless the original drawing from God took effect in our lives. And of course, we read from Jeremiah 31, 3. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Loving kindness in Hebrew is chesed. It's his affection, his grace, his mercy that he extends toward us. Yesterday, we read from Psalm 73, Junie, and I think it needs some additional comments because Psalm 73 really writes about the end of the wicked contrasted with the end of the righteous. And the psalm is about the perplexity as to how wicked people prosper and righteous people yet suffer. And I think we can all relate to that in some way, that we're overwhelmed by external circumstances. And can you identify in being such in being in such a situation? And yet the writer Asaph comes to the realization that outward prosperity and the so-called success of the wicked is only transient. It's temporary, but God's sufficiency is eternal. And we saw, and we encourage you to read uh, chapter 73 in Psalms. And there was a tremendous change. And we'd like to read about that change in verse 23 of Psalm 73. Let's start with verse 21. I'm sorry. When my heart was embittered and I was pierced within, then I was senseless and ignorant. I was like a beast before thee. And now here comes the dramatic change. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast taken hold of my right hand. With thy counsel, thou wilt guide me and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And beside thee, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God, hallelujah, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion. Forever. Verse 27. For behold, those who are far from thee will perish. Thou hast destroyed all those who are unfaithful to thee. But listen to the last verse, verse 28. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. The nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all thy works. So it's such a tremendous uh, encouragement to draw near to God. It says in another version, it is good for me to draw near to God. And if you're overwhelmed by the circumstances in the world, in our country, in your life, in your family, whatever it might be, I believe the key ingredient is we must focus in on God and draw near to him because 
God is the one who draws us to his son, Jesus. And you know, Shelley, Paul writes in the epistles that there are battles that he has of his faith. Those battles are from within and those battles are from without. And I think what we're really talking about this week is for God to deliver our listeners and you and I from the battles within. Yes. There'll always be battles without because we live in dark days, Shelley. The, this age is a wicked age. And as humans, we might find our flesh or our soul overtaking us. But the word says, God is the strength yes, of our life Lord, and yes. our portion forever. So uh, when we cry out to God, he wants to deliver us from ourselves. And that's why it's so important to remember when you cry out to ask the Lord to wash you clean with the blood of the Lamb and ask him to show you what is good and right and true. And I want to encourage you to do it and to yes. experience Let it be. the goodness of the Lord that really does lead us to repentance. Yes, and we must point out, Junie, that drawing near to God is not a one-time act. It needs to become a way of life, to be in his presence daily, actually, moment by moment. So, Junie, let's go to very specific scriptures that talk about drawing near. And if you have your Bibles, turn with us. We're going to be looking uh, a number of verses, particularly in the book of Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Let's begin at verse 14. All right. Hebrews 4. And we're going to look at verses 14, 15, and 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize, or in other words, suffer with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Verse 16, let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. Junie, this is such uh, encouraging verses. Number one, it points out that Jesus is our great high priest who passed through the heavens, and therefore we are supposed to hold fast to that confession. We don't have a high priest, as verse 15 says, who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, in other words, Jesus has been tempted and overcame the temptations as we are going through temptations now, but yet he was without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence. Where is our confidence? In he who is our high priest to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. Junie, so encouraging. And you know, in a time of need, Shelley, it's one thing if someone is sick, or we have something going on in our life where, you know, very practically and naturally we cry out to God. But so many times we miss the truth that when we have missed the mark, rather than going to God, we feel ashamed, yes. we feel unworthy, and we withdraw from God. When here we see in Hebrews, 
It's the time that we should draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need because it tells us in verse 15 that the Lord is uh, sympathetic with us in our weaknesses because when he walked the earth as the son of man, he was tempted by every temptation that we're tempted with, but he was without sin. And when we're born again, when his spirit lives in us, the resurrected Messiah, and we draw near to God and cry out to God, the life of the Messiah in us can change our heart and transform us as we do what's right in his sight. Repent and turn from all wicked way. And he even can give us the power to do that. Yes, that's where the power comes from. You know, it makes me think, Junie, when Jesus said on the cross, it is done, he has done everything that he could possibly have done, even died on the cross for our sins, that we might have life, and it's an abundant life, and we need to demonstrate and confess what Jesus has done, which will draw us even closer to him, and we become an effective witness. And when we draw near to God and cry out to God, and the Lord moves on us or shows us and guides us in our circumstances, we then truly become a witness. Amen. Because people who know us will know our weaknesses and God will change us. And I remember my sister-in-law, Elaine, saying to me, maybe three or four months after I was saved, I see a change in you. And that is how we become his witness because it's beyond us. It's his life. In us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being our great high priest. Yes, Lord. And I pray every one of our listeners, as well as Junie and I, will see the necessity and the glory and the freedom and the liberty that we'll have when we draw near to you. Take our eyes off the world situation. And ourselves, Lord. Yes, and focus in on you as we draw nearer and nearer day by day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. To hear this program again, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page and find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.